Beltone Hearing Aid Center presents The Drive. Ready, fight! The Drive. Elmore deep, left side, three, it's good! From 30 feet, John Elmore! The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome into the Friday, October 12th edition, presented by Beltone Hearing Aid Center. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We've got baseball action to talk about tonight. We'll get into that a little bit later on as the Dodgers in Milwaukee taking on each other tonight. Game one of the NLCS, Clayton Kershaw going up against Gio Gonzalez. Baseball action, of course, not the only thing to get into. We've got Thundering Herd tomorrow. Marshall taking on Old Dominion. Must-win game. Yeah, I hate using that terminology, but still, it is the truth. Must-win game for the Thundering Herd. If Marshall wants an East Division crown, they've got to win out and hope some things happen, including an FIU victory over Middle Tennessee State. It's a busy, busy conference USA Saturday. And, of course, Friday night, we've got some big ones in the area. We're going to hear a little bit later on from Jason Toy. He's going to tell us about Woodrow Wilson taking on number 13, Cabell Midland. Also, you've got third-ranked Huntington taking on fifth-ranked Capital. And that game you can listen to right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And then we're going to talk a little bit about Spring Valley. Now, Spring Valley's got St. Albans. St. Albans is 1-5. and five. I don't know what you can say about St. Albans, but those kids are going to try. They're out there to play. They're one and five, and they still, they still are fielding a team. So, guess what? We're going to talk about St. Albans and Spring Valley like it's a big deal because those kids at St. Albans are definitely giving it their all. But Spring Valley is really good right now. Seven and zero. They are looking sharp. Uh, Grayson Malashevich for Spring Valley. I don't know what you can say about him that we haven't already said, so I'm going to leave all that up to Matt Perry when he joins us in a few minutes to talk about that game, Spring Valley, last week beating Riverside 42-41. to So um, I'm sorry. Uh, they beat him a lot more than that. It was a 42-21, I believe. So big game for Spring Valley coming up here in a couple of weeks, but they've got to get past St. Albans first, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later on, and then also we'll talk about Huntington High. Cabell Midland will take your phone calls, get you set for the weekend. Of course, Thundering Herd this weekend, taking on Old Dominion. Marshall leads this series three games to one. Marshall victorious last season in Huntington, 35-3. Now they've got to go on the road. A much improved Old Dominion squad, but defensively they're giving up 525 yards. They give up almost 300 yards passing, and they give up over 200 yards running. Offensively, they're putting up over 400. Now, the Thundering Herd, Thundering Herd offensively, 383.4 yards. They're doing okay. They're getting more on the the air than they are on the ground. Defensively, 375.4 yards is what the Herd gives up. Where's that coming from? Well, almost 275 yards in the air. I'm rounding up a little bit. On the ground, a little over 100. That's it. They give up 103 yards on average. They give up 272.4 yards passing on average. So if you're Marshall, where are you looking at? Well, 
you're going to stop the run, and you're going to hope that you don't get passed on all day long and that you can create a little bit more of headache for Blake LaRusso. This kid right now is sitting pretty. 1,318 yards, nine touchdowns. Kid's doing good. And then you got Alex Thompson comes in and... 173 yards, two touchdowns right now. He comes in, gets his first FBS start, hasn't played since uh, September 9th, 2017. And, yeah, I think there was some rust there. So we'll break all that down. We've got a lot to get into with the Thundering Herd. We're going to do more of that on Saturday. We're going to be live at Roosters for Belltone Hearing Aid Center College football today. As the Thundering Herd will get underway later on in the afternoon. Yeah, hey, what about that? The Thundering Herd playing some afternoon football. That's right, 3.30 p.m. Several games will already be underway in Conference USA with a few to follow. We'll already know a little bit about UAB at Rice. I'm taking UAB there. Rice could cause some fits for UAB, but UAB's keeping lockdown right now on the West. Southern Miss at North Texas. North Texas is 5-1, but they're 1-1 in the league. Southern Miss, they're 2-2, two two, but they are 1-0 in league. I like Southern Miss's chances here. WKU's taking on Charlotte. That's coming up at 3.30 tomorrow. WKU needs a win in Conference USA. They need a win, period. Then you've got a Louisiana Tech-UTSA matchup where UTSA is trying to stay on top with UAB. Louisiana Tech's one game back. So Louisiana Tech needs this one for sure. UTSA, UAB. Hey, I told you, UAB is going to be good. UTSA, we'll see. I'm not going to give them... A clear shot for the West Crown just yet. But I think that's a, an improved team. Now, middle and FIU. Big game. 7 o'clock is going to be the Tech and UTSA game. 7.30 is going to be the Middle Tennessee FIU game. That game's going to be on BN, so I don't know where we'll be watching it. Worst television deal ever. BN not available where you can watch TV. And you'll laugh about the Facebook game. At least you can watch the Facebook game. You can't watch the BN game. Marshall, by the way, on Stadium. That's almost like Facebook. You can watch that on uh, Stadium affiliates across the country. I'll tell you what, though. The app was pretty decent. I'm not saying it's the best experience ever, but the app was pretty decent. I was able to get it going on my Fire Stick at home, watched a little bit of the game between Old Dominion last week and FAU. It's okay. It's not the greatest experience, but it's okay also. Here's another one. If you have the Pluto TV app, you can watch Stadium. I haven't fired up the Pluto TV app in a long while, but you can get Stadium there. Again, this options for you, not the best television package in the world, but still better than being on BN. 
And so there you have it, the Thundering Herd at least being televised somewhere, uh, where WKU in Charlotte, Louisiana Tech in UTSA, and UAB and Rice all on ESPN Plus with Southern Miss at North Texas on ESPN 3. What's the difference? Just to remind you, ESPN 3 is streaming, but it is free, whereas ESPN Plus is pay. And let me qualify that ESPN 3 statement where it's free. If you have ESPN, if you have ESPN on your cable or satellite package, then you should be able to get ESPN 3. ESPN Plus, $4.99 a month. And the only reason I know it's $4.99 a month because I'm about ready to pull the trigger. It's not for college football. I get a lot of that on Saturdays. I'm good. It's not for any of their other sports. It's for hockey. They've got hockey on ESPN+. And for $4.99 a month, I'm dropping some cash down for that. It's either that or $25 a month for the streaming package for NHL, which is better than the DirecTV option. Because if I wanted to get it on DirecTV i got to pay like $50 a month for four months to get the entire package. NHL TV, if I want to go that route, $25 a month. I can cancel any time. It's month by month. They do offer a little discount if I want to get the full season. If I want to go with just one team, it's a little over $100. I don't know why more leagues are not doing things like this. I'm looking at you, NFL. I'm looking at you. I'd drop 100 or something like that to see the Bengals because the Bengals have to share the market with the Browns. If you want to watch the Bengals last weekend, you're out of luck because the Browns are playing. And that's what the networks were showing, at least in our region. It's a good game. Don't get me wrong. You get the Bengals and Steelers this weekend, and then they flex the Bengals game. So, again, I'm good. I'm not going to drop these silly $300, $400 that DirecTV wants on the Sunday ticket package. It's ridiculous. But we digress because we're going to take our first break, come back. We're going to hear from Matt Perry. He's going to tell us about Spring Valley and St. Albans. Later on, we're going to hear from Woody Woodrum. We'll talk to Jason Toy. And we'll talk to you. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. St. Albans, the next opponent for the top-ranked Spring Valley, a game you can hear tonight on our sister station, 92.7 and 98.5 The Planet. Last week, Spring Valley beats Riverside 42-21. Joining us on the program now to tell us more about that game and look ahead to tonight's contest, Matt Perry. And um, I guess all I have to say is Grayson Malashevich, Spring Valley wins. Is that basically the gist of everything so far for this season? Well, listen, that kid is amazing. Um, look at let's listen to some stats real fast. I'm, I was looking at the stat sheet as I was waiting. All right, so he has played wide receiver, running back, and quarterback on offense. Uh, at quarterback, he has two touchdown passes. At rushing the ball, he has four touchdown rushes, and he has uh, caught seven touchdowns. So, quick Wayne County math there, real fast: seven and four, uh, fourteen total touchdowns. And so he does it all in all phases. I mean, and he had a punt return for a touchdown last week, his first one of the year, and it was just really uh, – it was the Grayson Malashevich show. What's the key tonight here? Uh, St. Albans comes in here 1-5, and, and 
I know you look at that and you think, okay, this game's going to be over before the band so hit the field. But still at one and five, these kids are coming out playing, so you got to take them seriously. And so, what do you have to do if you're Spring Valley to not overlook one and five St. Albans? Do exactly what they did to Riverside last week. They scored on the first time they touched the ball, as I said, with Malashevitz uh, taking the uh, first punt of the game to the house. Uh, they led 42 to nothing at half and then coasted. So uh, when you have a team that, you know, you are number one in the state. Spring Valley has the target on their back. Uh, everybody wants to knock off the big guy. So you uh, you end all questions as soon as possible. Um, you control the ground. Spring Valley renowned for that ground attack. Um, and you just take care of business. You can, You have to talk these kids up. You know, they have a lot of good senior leaders, but these younger kids, you have to tell them, listen, it doesn't matter who we're playing. You're number one in the state. Everybody wants to knock you down. You've got to take care of business. And so um, Coach Dingus and the entire coaching staff do a great job every week. Of, you know, the old coach's cliche, the one game at a time, but they do a good job with that. And I think we'll see uh, Spring Valley uh, jump on them early and often. How important is this game? You're going into a situation where if you don't do well here, then you've got to sit on that for a couple of weeks. But if you do well here, you get the bye, you feel good about yourself going into probably the uh, last two games, which might be a couple of roadblocks for Spring Valley. Oh, it's it's really important that you take care of business this week. And, you know, like I said, leave no doubt. Go into the bye week, uh, hopefully get a little rested, get some of the nicks and, you know, some of the banged up legs and, you know, whatever little injuries taken care of because, you know, Spring Valley, we, we're heading up to uh, the home of the Mothman in two weeks. And so that's going to be a great game, you know, a very good double-A team, the Big Blacks up at Point Pleasant. And then, as we talked about, man, I can't believe it's been this long, but over – you know, six weeks ago, roughly, we talked about if Spring Valley and Huntington could both take care of business. Well, obviously, we know Huntington's got the big one tonight, but can you imagine that last game of the year if they're both undefeated? I can. Um, you can. The kids can't because they've got to look ahead to nobody and focus on St. Albans tonight. That's a danger, though. You're looking the rest of your schedule, and you know these kids are, are keeping an eye on each other. A lot of them know each other, so... Mm-hmm. That's just natural. You've got kids. Still, you can't focus on that only because you've got a St. Albans team. These kids are young, but still, they're trying to play to. They're playing for pride right now. One in five. They're trying to just define themselves, play for pride. Some of these kids yep. m- never play football again. The ones that will are trying to get it set for next year. So, I think that's uh, the thing here is, yeah, I want to talk about Huntington High Spring Valley, but. You can't right now, just because. You can't. You can't. Yeah. Huntington's got to focus on Capital tonight, and Capital's number five in the state and well-deserved. They're five and one, and you know Capital's a tough team. You know quite well oh, how tough yeah. that team is. That game, uh, I'm still, we're still talking about the Spring Valley Capital game. It was, you know, it was a fantastic atmosphere, and Spring Valley, you know, being the uh, home of the, you know, Nine two seven. We were all about the Timberwolves coming away with that victory, but it was just such a such a big game atmosphere up at Laidley Field or University of Charleston Stadium, whatever they want to call it nowadays. But uh, it was so cool um, just being a part of that game because the, it, it was so so full of tension, and you know every play meant something. And now, as you said, you know that's over though, and so Spring Valley has to take care of business. And you know we sound you sound like cliche, like I said, but they really can't overlook anybody because they are the big dog. 
and they have to take care of St. Albans tonight, and then you can rest. Then you can worry about Point Pleasant. And as you said, you know, Woody's going to talk to you later in the show. Man, Huntington High, you talk about a big game tonight and playoff implications. You know, that's the big fun part right now, you know, refreshing the, the Metro News scoreboard all night is every game matters in this top 16. St. Albans tonight taking on Spring Valley. St. Albans 1-5, and five, Spring Valley top ranked and number one for a reason with that 7-0 and o mark. And another thing is you want to make sure you are in a situation where you've got home field throughout the playoffs. That's yep. important for Spring Valley right now, Huntington High, the back of their mind, I'm sure, looking at that as well. It's not because you're trying to avoid Martinsburg. It's because you're trying to stay home and get your way into the championship game, and it's no easier path than playing all your games at home. Exactly, and Spring Valley has one of the most important home field advantages in this portion of West Virginia. You know, I, I'm not very familiar with most of the Eastern Panhandle teams, but Spring Valley is one of the few all grass fields, and late in the season, it's going to be it's going to be muddy. No matter what the weather is like, this field retains water. It's going to be muddy, and that plays into their hands. And so Spring Valley will want to have that ground-and-pound type of playoff game. And if they can have every game played on the natural surface here at the Wolves' Den, it's just another tick in the box on their side of the advantage. If they have to go on the road, you know, you lose that. You are going to play on most likely field turf. That's where most of the uh, stadiums are at nowadays. And you lose that advantage of playing on the natural grass. Matt Perry's joining us tonight on 92.7 and 98.5 The Planet. It's going to be number one Spring Valley playing host to St. Albans at 1-5. A young St. Albans squad, a veteran Spring Valley squad. This game gets out of hand. The uh, The only good thing here is you're going to probably see a lot of young players for Spring Valley get some playing time tonight. So that's probably the only good thing about this if it gets out of hand. <laughs> Yeah, that for sure. And there's a lot of kids that are looking to get in the end zone or get their first playing time. Last week against Riverside, the entire freshman team played the second half. I mean, the entire freshman team. So I'm sure that was a, a big a thrill for those kids playing under the Friday night lights. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to be negative towards St. Albans, but I expect more of the same. I've got the, uh, the I've had to study the roster a little bit extra the last two weeks. So in the Matt Perry pick'em of one, he has picked Spring Valley over St. Albans tonight. <laughs> yes, I have. Now, listen, I was listening to, to your last segment. You have to, you have to get ESPN Plus. I don't have to. I mean, I mean, you don't have to. Don't but, have you know, to. you're a Rangers fan, and you're doing, you know, you want to watch the NHL. There, are so many NHL games on there. That's not my cup of tea. I pay for the ESPN Plus for rugby. I've watched the Australian rugby. I watched the Scottish rugby. They have it all streaming. I can watch it on demand. It's well worth the five bucks. So I can watch the uh, the New Zealand All Blacks. Oh yeah, you can watch the All Blacks. You can watch the Wallabies. My personal my personal rooting interest the the Aussies, and uh, you can watch it all, man. It's really cool. Uh, sevens? Do I get to watch sevens? Uh, yeah. Well, off the top of my head, I don't know a hundred percent because it's not seven season right now. But that's where America is actually really good. Uh, if you uh, follow anything with rugby, we're really good in sevens, uh, not so much in fifteens. But so, how um, how shocked are you that I can actually uh, uh, talk a little bit about rugby? Not much, but a little I, bit. I, hey, listen, anybody that could talk a little rugby with me, I love. I I love the sport. I played it after uh, when I, actually I was out of Marshall. I didn't play at Marshall. We played at a men's club up in Charleston. Had a good time with it for a couple of years before we folded. So. Uh, 
it's one of those sports that you play and you fall in love with. There's no rules to it, but it's still fun to watch. <laughs> well, <that's, laughs> you'd be surprised, sir. There's no rule. It's like, okay, oh, uh, here, I'm going to hand this ball off to you. All right, we've stopped you, so I'm going to place it on the ground, and we're going to reset. Yeah, okay. Hey, hey it's the perfect – for all of – everybody listening, if you're a disgruntled right guard, kids, when you get to Marshall, you need to go out and try out for the rugby team because everybody carries the ball – Anybody could score, you know. It's so fun. Guys flying all over the field. It's a it's a real hoot, man. All right, I'm um, I'm not a hater on rugby. I actually like the rugby. So uh, I'm just waiting for Marshall to officially sponsor it. Never going to happen, but waiting for the herd to happen. officially sponsor it. So um, you know, Marshall can make their rugby run. <laughs> that would be a treat, but not going to happen. <laughs> Where would they play that? They'd have to play that at Jones C. Edwards, right? Oh my God, that would be amazing! Not going to happen. But not going to happen. No. Not I would say they happen. could play it over on the pitch <laughs> over at the soccer stadium, but uh, no, that's not going to happen either. That's not going to happen. When last time when I was involved, I don't know how many years ago it was. Heck, it's been a long time. We played uh, Marshall's alumni, and we played a, in a field behind the Big Bear, across from uh, the Cabell County Board of Education. So. Uh, Quite a step down from the last two uh, pitches that you mentioned. <laughs> hey, um, the the mighty Highlanders once practiced on that field years ago. Um, I don't doubt it, and you know what? It did its job. It was flat and it had goalposts, so we were happy. Of course, I am not. A, <laughs> I'm not a fan of the old school mighty Highlanders. <laughs> I, I, I think I've caught that on through years of listening to you. Yeah, no, um, Pony Express <laughs> all the way. Uh, and um, to this day, I just want to point out that the uh, the team that won the flying helmet last uh, bore the logo of the Pony Express. Hey, listen, I have to I have to bust that out every once in a while. You know, here in Spring Valley country, I have to remind people, you know, who had all them state titles, and I just have to show them the green and white every once in a while, and tell them how the wonders used to roll. I understand completely. Uh, you know, our image of self-worth determined based on the uh, glories of past years in high school. I get it. Completely get it. I just like rubbing in the fact that the ponies uh, always would beat the Highlanders. That's all I wanted to say. Well, I, I married a girl from Vincent, and so uh, we'll just randomly have arguments, and I'm like, y'all suck at football. I'll just randomly say it. And, uh, man, she gets mad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all right, there you go. Uh, marital tips here with Paul and Matt. Matt Perry, our guest. <laughs> Tonight on 92.7985 The Planet, St. Albans taking on Spring Valley. Uh, we gotta, we got to go. We've got more serious stuff to do on this show. Uh, I don't know when, but it's coming eventually. I think there's a segment. Eventually, right? I, I think th- – no, there's no seriousness. What do you – there's no. That's not going to be serious either. You know better. It was great talking to you tonight, man. We'll talk soon. Matt Perry. That's Matt Perry, everyone. Um, he is um, – Calling the game tonight, St. Albans, Spring Valley. When we come back from break, uh, I do believe we've got Woody Woodrum. We have Woody Woodrum. So that means we'll have a preview of number three, Huntington. Take you on number five, Capital. Coming up, it's The Drive, presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan, presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. It's Friday, high school football across the tri-state. And coming up tonight, number three, Huntington, will face off against number five, Capital. We'll have that game for you right here 
on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Guess what? Woody Woodrum's with us on the program now, and this is going to be a fun one. Probably the best game in the state. I know Metro News has made it their game of the week. I'm sure several other outlets have pretty much tabbed this one as the game to watch tonight in the state. Uh, no pressure, just staying undefeated and trying to keep pace with uh, the leaders as far as home field. Nothing nothing to play for. No, nothing big at all, Paul. That's the thing about tonight is this is a huge game for both of these teams. Uh, you know, the the Capital team took a loss in their last game to undefeated Spring Valley, who's number one, 21-13 in that game, although it sounds closer than I think it was. Capital led 7-6. As Spring Valley scored just before the half, but got a, an extra point blocked. And but then Spring Valley did what Spring Valley does. They got behind their big line, and just plowed the field, and got a couple of touchdowns, and were up 21 to uh, seven until Capital got a late score. Both of those scores by their huge fullback Kalai Clark, six-one, three hundred, the senior, four for 11 yards, two touchdowns in that game. So. He's a guy they really like down there close, kind of like uh, Bryce Damus has become for the Highlanders. But it's also a series where, you know, there's a there's a little bit of animosity, I think, in this series. One of the things that kind of sticks in Huntington's crawl is Billy is in, Billy Seals, the head coach at Huntington's, in his 10th year. And in that time, he this will be the 10th time he's played capital. But it will be the 7th time that they've played at Lately Field. And, and for the series to be three to six in, in uh, the Cougars' favor, kind of let you know what about playing at home versus playing away has meant to this series. Uh, Huntington got a very hard fault 24-21 win last year up on the hilltop. So uh, back at Lately Field tonight, and uh, you know uh, it's dressed up well because University of Charleston's been playing a lot of Thursday night games here. As a matter of fact. They've had some TV uh, there in Division Two for the Mountain East Conference, and uh, they got new turf down, so that looks very nice. It is homecoming tonight. That's what Capital put into this game. Uh, they decided to go with this game over. Could have done Hurricane would have been a little early, but they also could have done it Cabell Midland, a game they did win 20 to seven. And then uh, the problem is though their last home game is all the way November 2nd against GW. And quite frankly, Paul, if they'd win this game, they could lock up maybe one of those top four spots because after that, they, they've got to go to number 19, Beckley, who's 2-4. and four. They've got to go to Riverside, who I believe is 21 or 22 in the rankings right now, and they're 1-5. and five. And then GW is the final home game on senior night, and they're struggling a little bit. They're 3-4. and four. So this is the last tough game uh, in a really good team that the Cougars are going to face. And Huntington is just the flip side, you know. They've got their at capital and then the, the battle for the shield. You can throw out the records when they play Cabell Midland. That's coming up next Friday night. Parkersburg has gotten so much better this year. They're up to number 11 in the rankings. They're 4-3. And, and, you know, it was a close battle, 35-22 here. Capital got the win at Parkersburg. Huntington, unfortunately, has them at home. And then they finish up at number one. Spring Valley, and, uh, you know, you kind of think Spring Valley will probably be number one. I believe they're open this weekend. And in two weeks, they play Point Pleasant, and that'll be their second double-A team, which might knock them out of number one, might allow Martinsburg to take that spot over 
Huntington, of course, is is up there at number three, but they are also tied, uh, I believe, with Musselman or somebody like that. So it's it's a very tight, uh, very good teams at the top here. The the problem, of course, and you and I have talked about this many times on this show, is with only 29 teams in half of AAA is guaranteed a spot. You know, four and six did the trick last year, and I I, I hate that because over in AA because there's 40 or more teams there, they they had seven and three or, or six and four teams that just didn't get into playoffs. So, you know, maybe there's somewhere else that line needs to be drawn. But uh, Huntington is tied with Musselman for, at number three. They're both 6-0. and oh. Martinsburg 7-0. and oh. They're at number two. And, of course, then Capital, Wheeling Park, Ripley, and Parkersburg South make out the top eight that would get home games. Right now, GW is just in front of Morgantown for that coveted 16th spot so they don't have to uh, go very far. Cal Midland right now and University are tied to who gets to go to Martinsburg. But I think these these are going to change depending on how these next games come out. So it's a huge game tonight. Uh, I, I don't think we have to overhype it. It was the lead story today in the HD and, and certainly Rick Ryan wrote about it in both papers today. So uh, I'm looking for a great game and I think it'll be close and it'll probably come down to Ken Huntington's line uh, going against a line that matches them in size for the first time this year. Uh, can they dominate the front line like Spring Valley did and get a win, keep the ball away from this very, very talented capital team? You can listen to the game right here, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. and We'll also stream it for you. You can listen to the radio station by going to our website, wrvc.com. You can also listen to us on the TuneIn app and We've got our own app as well. You can get the link, again, at wrvc.com, so you can stream it on your iPhone or your Android device. Uh, anywhere you go, you can take Woody Woodrum with you uh, come 7.30 tonight for kickoff or 7.32, yep. whenever they're going to kick off. As Brett Musburger say, we are looking at Lately Field High atop University of Charleston Stadium, and uh, we're up here on the roof tonight. It's pretty, pretty nice, although it's supposed to slide down into the 50s by game time and uh, probably, you know, maybe by the end of the game it'll start heading toward those 40s we're supposed to get overnight. Rain's supposed to stay away until after about 11 o'clock here in Charleston. Might get to Huntington a little bit earlier than that. So it should have a nice night. They've got a, a lot of things going on tonight, you know, with alumni are here. They've got uh, alumni will be performing. They've got uh, a tribute to uh, Mr. Clint Denon here at the school. Uh, you know, the family's going to be here tonight. The Golden Knights, the Army parachuters, are going to jump at 707, Paul, so that's always fun to see. 89 teams going to come here and uh, rush the field along with the 2018 team. So it's a big deal, obviously, and that's, uh, you know, you, you, you can tell because they've really uh, gone all out on homecoming. The parade starts in about uh, 14 minutes, so uh, it, it's a fun evening. I, you know, you worry. As a coach, you worry about being distracted, but they have had two weeks to get ready. And, and you know, personally, I haven't really – I did mention this with Billy Seals. You'll hear me and Billy in the pregame here in a little bit. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a little wildcat out of these guys tonight because certainly Hurry can use that with their outstanding back hill. He only ended up with 29, 29 carries for like 19 yards. But the bulk of those yards came in a wildcat, and it took Huntington a little while to get it blocked. The other thing that Billy spent a lot of time on this week, kick returns, as 
in a two were returned, 99-yarder and a 73-yarder. And, and Billy looked at me and goes, I really can't believe that Isaiah Carpenter kicked it towards uh, number one for a hurricane uh, because he was the guy that went 99 yards. And, uh, and he, sure enough, took one at 27, went 73 yards. So uh, they're, they're, they're working on their kickoff coverage during this week and trying to get that right. But uh, they're fairly healthy. Will Coxon is still uh, probably going to be out to at least the Spring Valley game. Uh, he's getting uh, rehab and everything. But I, I think, you know, they've gotten a great job out of Malik Johnson and Diallo Mitchell have both ran the ball very well. So far, they're both over 350 yards rushing, and they've got three touchdowns combined. Wilcoxon was having such a good year. He's still number four in the MSAC in rushing, and he's still like eighth or ninth in scoring because he'd already put up a, a lot of points on the season. He had uh, seven touchdowns on the ground and, and – uh, He's one of the top players. It's a shame he got hurt because he was even elected the homecoming queen, king, king. Let me say it again, homecoming king last week, and that's pretty pretty big deal for a kid that didn't come to Huntington until August, and, and by mid October the student body likes him enough to make him the king of homecoming. Nothing wrong with that, you know. Just uh, being the new no. kid, getting getting the crown, you know, it's okay. Yeah, you know, we made a point of it last week, and I know you were working a Marshall game, but. Uh, I think Jill Cunningham was the queen, and, and she's a very good soccer player. And I think maybe the student-athletes at Huntington figured out what Marshall student-athletes figured out about 20 years ago. When they go vote, they've got three or 400 people that can go vote for them uh, for homecoming and things like that, student elections. They can kind of uh, be the <laughs> people that make the choices for the student body because there's so many of them if they get out and vote. And it looks like, you know, everybody – like the football player and the soccer player for the king and queen, and that that was a nice, uh, nice touch. I mean, Wilcox, and I, you could tell he's very surprised. He was he was on his little cart with his knee. He's not allowed to walk on it. So he's got a little scooter. He puts his leg that's hurt on, and he has a scooter out there and get the big crown on. Woody Woodrum, our guest tonight. It is number three, Huntington at six and zero, oh, taking on number five, Capital at five and one. Pre-game is coming up. Uh, 7 o'clock will be our airtime for the broadcast. Again, you can listen to it live on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Also, WRVC.com. We've got our streaming app. And, of course, you can stream us live on the website as well. I think we've got everything. Do we do we miss anything? I don't think anything for this game. You know, there's uh, there's some really games that could get ugly. I think St. Albans and Spring Valley could just be – they might be on the clock as early as halftime because that I, I think that's going to be a runaway. St. Albans is struggling to get back to where they're at. The Herald Dispatch had them outscored so far 275-13 to 13 by AAA opponents. Cabell Midland has an important game against Woodrow Wilson, and uh, their 3-4 and four went over the Flying Eagles, who do have Micah Hancock, very good athlete. And uh, But if Midland can get to 4-4, four and four, they certainly have a chance if they could upset Huntington next week at home, take the shield to get in the playoffs. Uh, Colgrove at Ironton might be the championship of the OVC across the river. And uh, Farrell and Portsmouth should be an entertaining game. So, you know, in Kentucky, Ashland's 8-0. They're playing at Greenup's 5-3. and three. I know those two get after each other pretty good. So it should be a really great night of high school football tonight and then a big day of uh, college football tomorrow, including, I believe, the Marshall Thundering Herd and Old Dominion. Yes, that that is the game. You're correct, sir. You 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 are uh, you, you did, are correct. 
did you happen to see on the computer today when Marshall arrived to unpack the truck, uh, there was no lights in the locker room because Michael's hurricane had knocked out power to nearly half a mi- or half a million, yeah, 500,000 people in Virginia were without power. Of course, a lot in Georgia, some in North Carolina too. But, uh, you know, they had to put up the big construction lights in the locker room to get things done. I, I was hoping maybe they had their miner's helmets with them. They should probably pack those, you know, just in case. Yeah, I agree with I you I used there. to pack all kinds of things, yeah. You still do. Yeah. What are you talking I about pack. used to? You still do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. I, I mean, you're I the just, only man I know who shows always, up for a ball game like 15 cases in tow, and I'm like, Woody, you're just doing a radio <laughs> broadcast. But I might well, need I'm that done. fifth extension gourd. I might need that. <laughs> <laughs> Trey Woodrum and Brandon Drakes, who were part of Team Woodrum tonight, uh, made that uh, perilous climb up to Laley's top. And we saw our good buddy Doug uh, keeping things cool here tonight. So uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's always a big deal when these two teams play. And, Paul, yes, sir. I know you like, you know, being an old Pony Express guy. You know about the C&O bell. Yes, sir. Between Charleston High and Huntington High. That's up today. It's been resurrected. Yeah, and, it, you know, it's a great big bell, like off of a train. It's a really nice bell. It's a bell yeah. that they should look at between Marshall and Ohio as an example of what a bell should look like. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> what a great idea. I did. <laughs> That's a bell they should look at. And with that, we've got commercial, so uh, we'll talk to you later. That is Woody right, Woodrum. Paul. He is going to join us later on for Huntington High. And Capital tonight right here, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. When we come back from break, apologies to Jason Toy when we continue with this edition of The Drive. Buckle up. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Friday edition, The Drive, presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Apologies to Jason Toy. We ran out of time. He's become the new Matt Damon of the program. Hey, sincerely, we try to get him on. Every time we try to get him on, something happens. Uh, Matt Perry wants to talk rugby. All right, I'm going to indulge that a little bit. Woody Woodrum, he hasn't talked to anybody in a week since we keep him in a closet. We bring him out just for high school games these days. I mean, we tried. So apologies to Jason Toy. We've run out of time. That's going to do it for this edition of The Drive. I want to thank our producer, Gabriel Sellerts. I'm Paul Swan. Back at it tomorrow. Belltown Hearing Aid Center College Football today. Going to be live at Roosters Pullman Square. It's going to be Marshall and Old Dominion. We go on the air 1230 Yeah, I'm getting wings at 12.30 in the afternoon because it's going to be past noon. That means it's past breakfast. You know what? I would eat Rooster's Wings for breakfast, too. But 12.30, show goes on the air, and I'm having some Rooster Wings. And that's going to do it for this edition. Back tomorrow for the pregame, Marshall taking on Old Dominion. Thanks for listening. High school football coming up later on this evening right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Station.